Okay. So today we're reading from the Monster Stories book. Uh, we're in the first section, which is called Scales and Tales. We're reading the ninth book, the ninth story in this book. And it is called The Quarrelsome Dragons. And it is by L. Frank Baum. And it is from the book, The Tin Man of Oz. So this story takes place in Oz. So hold on to your hats. Here we go. Oh, wait. And it's read by Ma- Mommy and Philip. Philip. Okay. Mommy, I made an accident, but it's okay. Just brush it off. There we go. Okay. Accidents happen, friends. Accidents happen. Here we go. The Quarrelsome Dragons. Oh, and it says here, Woot is a green monkey, and his friends have stolen a magic apron that can make anything open when you say the word open. And so the earth has opened underneath Woot. You ready? The green monkey sank gently into the earth for a little way and then tumbled swiftly through space, landing on a rocky floor with a thump that astonished him. When he sat up, found that no bones were broken, and gazed around him. He seemed to be in a big underground cave, which was dimly lit by dozens of big round disks that looked like moons. They were not moons, however, as Woot discovered when he examined the place more carefully. They were eyes. The eyes were in the heads of enormous beasts whose bodies trailed far behind them. Each beast was bigger than an elephant and three times as long and there were a dozen or more of the creatures scattered here and there about the cavern. On their bodies were big scales as round as pie plates which were beautifully tinted in shades of green and purple and orange and on the end of their long tails were clusters of bright jewels. Woot saw that the creatures had wide mouths and rows of terrible teeth. From tales, he had learned of such beings, and he knew they were the great dragons that had been driven from the surface of the earth and were only allowed to come out once in a hundred years to search for food. And I have to tell you, friends, I am looking right here at these giant dragons in this picture and they are no joke the biggest looking things I've ever seen and I feel like little Wooch the little green monkey would probably need to go potty after seeing them I know I would they look very scary look. yeah I can see uh, yeah there's I, more. yeah there's tons of them it looks like the green monkey sat upon the floor where he had fallen, staring around, and the owners of the big eyes returned his look silently. Finally, one of the dragons asked in a deep, grave voice, 
What was that? And the greatest dragon of all, who was just in front of the green monkey, answered in a still deeper voice. It is some foolish animal from outside. Is it good to eat? inquired a smaller dragon beside the great one. I'm hungry. Hungry! exclaimed all of the dragons together. And then the great one said, Tut, tut, my son, you've no reason to be hungry at this time. Why not? asked the little dragon. I haven't eaten anything in eleven years. Eleven years is absolutely nothing, remarked another one of the dragons, sleepily opening and closing his eyes. I haven't feasted for eighty-seven years. Children who eat between meals should be broken of the habit. All I had 11 years ago was a rhinoceros, and that is not a full meal at all, grumbled the young one. And before that, I had waited 62 years to be fed, so it's no wonder I'm hungry. How old are you now? asked Woot, forgetting his own danger in his interest in the conversation. Why, I'm... I'm... How old am I, father? Asked the little dragon. Goodness gracious, what a child to ask questions. Don't you know that thinking is very bad for dragons? Said the big dragon, impatiently. How old am I, father? Persisted the small dragon. About Six hundred and thirty, I believe. Ask your mother. Even dragons, even dragon dads need the moms to answer the questions. Okay, here we go. No, don't, said an old dragon in the background. Haven't I enough worries? What with being wakened in the middle of my nap without having to keep track of my children's ages. You've been fast asleep for over 60 years, mother, said the child dragon. How long a nap do you want? Oh my goodness. 60 years nap? Wow. I should have slept 40 years longer and this strange little green beast should be punished for falling into our cabin and disturbing us. I, I didn't know you were here. And I didn't know I was going to fall in, explained Woot. Nevertheless, here you are, said the great dragon. And you have carelessly woken our entire tribe, so it stands to reason you must be punished. Uh-oh. You think he's in trouble? Um, I don't know. In what way? inquired the green monkey, trembling a little. Give me time and I'll think of a way. You're in no hurry, are you? asked 
the... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me time and I will think of a way you're in no hurry, are you? Asked the great dragon. No, indeed, cried Woot. Take your time. I'd much rather you all go to sleep again and punish me when you wake up in a hundred years or so. Please let me eat him, exclaimed the littlest dragon. He is too small, said the father dragon. To eat this one green monkey would only make you hungry for more and there are no more. Stop this chatter and let me get to sleep, said another dragon, yawning in a fearful manner, for when he opened his mouth, a great sheet of flame leapt out of it and made Woot jump back. This is very frightening, boys and girls. As he jumped, he bumped against the nose of a dragon behind him, which opened its mouth to growl and shot another sheet of flame at him. The sheet, the flame was bright, but not very hot. Yet, Woot screamed with terror and sprang forward with a great bound. This time he landed on the paw of the great chief dragon, who angrily raised his other front paw and struck the green monkey with a fierce blow. Woot went sailing through the air and fell sprawling on the rocky floor. All the great beasts were now thoroughly awakened, and they blamed the monkey for disturbing their quiet. The littlest dragon darted after Woot, and the others followed, flashing from their eyes or yes, flashing from their eyes and mouths flames, which lighted up the entire cavern. Woot almost gave up at that moment, but he scrambled to his feet and dashed away to the farthest end of the cave. The dragons following more slowly because they were too clumsy to move fast. Perhaps they thought there was no need to hurry, as the monkey could not escape the cave. But at the end of the place, the cavern floor was heaped with tumbled rocks. So Woot climbed from rock to rock until he found himself crouched against the cavern roof. There he waited, for he could go no further, while on over the tumbled rocks slowly crept the dragons, the littlest one coming first because he was hungry as well as angry. The beasts had almost reached him when Woot, remembering his lace apron, recovered his wits and shouted, Open! At the cry, a hole appeared in the roof of the cavern just above his head, and through it the sunlight streamed down upon the green monkey. The dragons paused, astonished at the magic, and blinking at the sunlight, and this gave Woot time to climb through the opening, and as soon as he reached the surface of the earth, the hole closed again, and the green monkey realized with a thrill of joy that he had seen the last of the dangerous dragon family. And wow, way to go, Woot. You have outsmarted some very hangry dragons. Sometimes I feel a little bit like an angry dragon because I'm hungry too. How about you? 